0: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. The Waco History Podcast is sponsored by Brotherwell Brewery on Historic Bridge Street in Waco.
1: Welcome to the Waco History Podcast. We're going to air for you uh, over the next few months a, a special series of Waco History Living Stories. Uh, these were segments that were originally aired on KWBU here in Waco. Uh, they were produced by the Institute for Oral History editor, Michelle Holland, and narrated by two fabulous narrators, uh, Louis Mazey and Kim Patterson. And so these highlight oral histories from the collection of the Institute for Oral History at Baylor University, which I direct, which has been around since 1970 and has over a 1,000 interviews related to Waco and McLennan County history, and we're happy to highlight those here. The YMCA and YWCA used to have a central place uh, in social life as well as religious life. Uh, here we'll hear a little bit of excerpts in this li- Living Stories about the history of the YMCA and YWCA.
2: Then the knife came alive with gunfire He knew that at last it had been found as This is Living Stories, featuring so voices from the collections of the Baylor University Institute for Oral History. I'm Louis Mazet. Formed separately in the mid-1800s, the Young Men's Christian Association and the Young Women's Christian Association have since collectively been at the forefront of most major social movements, such as women's, civil, and human rights, The YMCA and YWCA are more commonly associated with promoting physical activity and education and offering safe lodging. Gladys Casimer describes her mother's involvement with the Waco YWCA prior to Prohibition.
1: When they went to their meetings, they wore little white ribbon bows or rosettes, whatever you want to call it, on their left shoulders. They marched. The women were very active in trying to promote the abolition of liquor city of waco had a lot of saloons before they had to close down
2: tom charlton former director of the baylor institute for oral history recalls the y in beaumont in the 1940s and 50s the ymca played a a big role in my life from the time i learned to swim at the ymca when i was about nine my mother and dad always made sure i had a membership at the downtown ymca and I would ride the bus from out Calder Avenue down to the YMCA, which was also on Calder near the downtown area. Mm -hmm. And so when I was in elementary school and early junior high school, I frequently was at the Y on weekends, whether it was ping pong or playing tennis or swimming or basketball at the YMCA. Dick Simpson, a YMCA leader and University of Texas student in the early 1960s, explains in a telephone interview how the Y took part in the civil rights movement is the uh, organization that housed the first planning meetings for the stand-in movement.
1: In fact, at our first meeting at the Y, we were bombed, but the pipe bomb was ineffective. It just blew out a few bricks. The stand-in movement was an attempt to integrate the theaters that were on the street
2: uh, directly across from campus. We would
1: form a line as if we were buying tickets. Mm -hmm. and uh, Let's say I was
2: going as a as a white and I would have an African-American next to me. We would go up to the
0: window and I would say, I'd like to buy two tickets for this event or whatever. Mm -hmm. And After a while, we didn't even get to quite that stage, but it looked like a line of theater goers. But essentially it discouraged people from going to the theater because it was a protest
2: in front of the theater. But the pattern was somewhat different than when you sit in a restaurant but the principle was the same as the sit-in movement. It was to simply cut off enough business mm-hmm. by making it known that the theaters were segregated. That there were protesters against it. As we cut the attendance, we obviously cut into their profits, which was the economic lever used in the civil rights. In response to a changing society, the YMCA of the USA began reappraising its role in the 1980s and decided to shift its focus to families, while the YWCA continues to promote empowerment for women. In keeping with tradition, both organizations continue to push for social justice and better communities.
0: Thanks for listening to the Waco History Podcast. Like what you heard? Subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes so we can reach more listeners. You can find show notes and info on every episode at Waco History And more info on Waco's past at Waco History.org. Our theme music, used with permission, is Cross the Brazos at Waco, performed by the late Billy Walker. For more info on Billy's music, go to BillyWalker.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.
1: When I reach silent,